Hi, I'm Juan Galloway. And I'm Tracy Galloway. Welcome to our podcast, 36 Questions. This is an unscripted show where we candidly and spontaneously answer 36 questions that lead to love. These 36 questions were invented by psychologist Arthur Aaron, who created this exercise to help people be vulnerable in order to foster closeness and intimacy. We have been married since 1992 and have four awesome grown children together. We have both been in Christian leadership for over 30 years. We have been youth pastors, church planters, lead pastors, ministry school directors, nonprofit leaders, and are now missionaries. Yes, we are missionaries with youth with a mission. YWAM, the largest missions organization in the world, and are following our call to know God and make him known to the nations. You know, our hope is that as we dig deep into each other's lives, that you will be inspired to do the same. Let's dive in. So here we are, and we are traveling around the globe for these last, is it 10 episodes or nine episodes? So each time we record, we should be in a different city, town, country. Nine episodes. Yeah, you got it. So we'll just be traveling all over for these last ones. And we are, where are we? Well, you can tell by the hum of the air conditioner in the background, we're in a very hot place. Even though it's January, it's very, very hot. It's actually February. Oh. (laughs) It is. It's February. But time means nothing to missionaries who are globetrotting. Yeah, when you're in the jungle, deep in the jungle, I mean deep in the jungle, Yeah. you don't know what day or month it is. Or no. One day blends right into the they other. All, they all do. <laughs> they all do. So you might wonder, where in the jungle are we? Are we in Africa? No. Are we in India? No. We are in Samoa. Yes, Samoa. First time on this beautiful island. Yes, and for those of you who don't know where that is, it's an island that is northeast of Australia. North, yes. No, and no. northeast of Papua New Guinea. I'm pretty sure that's not true. No, I'm pretty uh, sure it's true. I, I think it's south of Australia. Oh my gosh, you don't know where we are? Are you kidding me? Look it up. Of course it's not south of Australia. I think it is. I can't believe you think. I'm looking at my phone, south. but the Wi-Fi is so bad in Samoa that I, I can't I look can't, it up. I can't, I can't believe you you're, think you're, it's south of Australia. <laughs> oh my well, gosh. Well, New Zealand is south of Australia. That's true. And we're west of New Zealand. We're five and a half hour flight from New Zealand and five and a half hour flight from Hawaii. And by the way, Samoa is not one island like I thought. Oh, Because yeah. I was ignorant. Right. It's three islands. Yes. The independent nation of Samoa, which is two. Uh-huh. Uh, one of them they call the Big Island, and that's more of a volcanic island. Less people. There's the island we are on, and then there is the... American Samoan. American Samoan. American Samoan, they speak English. Here, not so much. Not uh, so much. Well, but they all do. Yeah, they, they all do. do. But we, when, when we speak here, we need a translator. As right, well. right. Yeah. Yes. So, um, so specifically, we're at YWAM Samoa. Yeah. Well, everywhere we go, we're at YWAM. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I think they've got that. Just now. to clarify. Yes, yes. Uh, this is the only YWAM base in the country of Samoa. As far uh, as yes. I know. The only and the best. 
They are amazing <laughs> the here. Best. They're doing some really cool stuff with technology and engineering. Uh, tell them about the pigs. Yeah, this base, number one, it's like the Garden of Eden. They're growing everything they eat here. Yes. Um, breadfruit. Mm, um, that was so bananas, good. Bananas, mm -hmm. green bananas, which they boil and fry and stuff. Uh, pineapples. Sweet bananas, pineapples. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of fruits, lychee. Um, a, oh, dragon fruit. A oh, bunch of yeah. fruits. I don't even know what they're, they're named. The dragon I've fruit been them. is now, I mean, I think I've seen dragon fruit in the grocery store my whole life and been like, hmm, don't know what that is. <laughs> but now I do, and it's so good. And it grows on a cactus, which I didn't know that either. Yeah, huge cactus. So, yeah, it's... We've anyway, learned a lot. So they're growing their food, and they so they're self-sustaining, but also they grow pigs. And the pigs are actually... Um, not only is that provide meat, but more so their plan is they use them for energy. They don't have to buy. You mean you're, they're running pigs on um, treadmills? Treadmills for energy. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, I'm just kidding. Okay, so I've got the answer. I finally Googled it. So to what? answer the question of where is Samoa in relation to Australia, it's northeast and New Zealand is southwest. Okay, yeah, so we, we are directly east of Papua New Guinea, which is a ton of islands. Yeah, there's a lot of islands in the South Pacific. Oh, my gosh. So many Fiji, islands. Fiji, Tonga, um, oh, Solomon Islands, you, Cook Islands. Oh, we can't even name them all. There's so many. To, to finish our uh, message about the pigs, um, the pigs, they do not run on treadmills. Um, <laughs> what they do is they feed them all the waste, the scraps from their food and whatever and they poop a lot because they're great at that and the then pigs. the pigs yeah well, yeah and then they wash the poop down into a, a pool a tank and then they stir up water and then it goes into another tank and it ferments uh -huh. and uh and then it turns into gas and they have a pipe running from that tank that runs way up the property to the kitchen and they turn on the burner boom they have free natural gas yes it's so pretty cool. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because but, they would determine they're not going to be dependent on the Western world. They feel like God has called them to use wisdom, science, and technology uh, to take care of their own people. I love it. Love it. And they're actually, they want to train uh, people in Papua New Guinea and other developing countries how to use uh, this to take care of their people. Yes. The Samoans are headed out all around the world to change the world for the better. Yeah. They're and headed to Brazil soon too. They're full of love and great dancing. We really <laughs> we enjoyed saw some, some really of the great, dancing. Oh my gosh. Can these people sing and dance? Oh, the singing. Oh, so wonderful. Okay. But people are tuning into this podcast, not to learn about Samoa. Thank you uh, for listening. Okay. And thank you for your, uh, your patience. They are tuning in though to hear the next question that right. we are to answer which i've never heard again this is an unscripted show we don't know what we're doing we just, we just, <laughs> just like everything else in life we don't know what we're doing yeah, but we do it anyway we do it anyway that's 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 like my greatest lesson of leadership you don't have to know what you're doing you just go ahead well, and do it it's good to you learn on the job what you're doing <laughs> try to try yes. to yes Okay. By, the, by the way, we're but, not in Samoa on vacation. We're training missionaries, and it's oh. been an amazing time. Yeah, we're working. These are amazing young people. So Wonderful we love it. people here. Before 
we jump into this week's question, we have something special we just had to tell you about. Yeah, we totally want to give you something for free, which is two nights for free at like an Airbnb kind of situation. Wait, is it Airbnb? No, it's not. It's actually called Home Exchange. Oh, that's cool. Home Exchange, you would think, is exchanging your home with someone else's home. Like swapping? Yeah, to stay for free somewhere. Okay, I've heard of that. But if you sign up at homeexchange.com, they actually give you points that you can use to stay somewhere for free without having anyone stay at your place ever. Wow, that's that sounds cool. And actually, it's even, I know it's cool because we've done it. We've done it all over the world. We stayed at some nice places in cool areas. Yes, totally. San Francisco, Europe, everywhere, Italy. It's amazing. And it only takes about 10 minutes to sign up your house and your place. And when you do that, they give you over a thousand points. And you can use those points to stay anywhere in the world. Usually a place might only be 100 points a night. Oh, that, that sounds, wow, that sounds like you save a lot of money. What's the catch? I'm sure there is one. Okay, so the catch is that if you decide to actually use it and you actually book a place and someone agrees to let you stay at their place for points, okay. then you pay a one-time fee of $175. Wait, that's all when you could get maybe 10 nights? Yeah, you could stay a week or two weeks at a location anywhere in the world. You're really staying there for free. You're just paying $175 one-time payment for that year that you're going to be using it. It sounds too good to be true, but actually we've done it and it really is true. Yeah, it is. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you my secret code right now. And if you use this code, you will get 250 points in addition, which will give you two nights extra wherever you're staying. That's a good deal. And what do we get out of it? And by the way, these places you're staying, it could be like a four bedroom house. No joke. Yeah, yeah. Like it could be a huge place. And this sounds like an advertisement, so I'm I'm curious, Juan and Tracy, Mambo, what do you guys get out of this? Okay, the reason why I'm going to give you our code is for the first 10 people who use this, we get 250 points too. And so that way we can continue to travel in missions, stay around the world, and have some free nights in some places. So they can support us as missionaries, partner with us. Uh, and, and actually get a really cool benefit for themselves. Too. Yeah, if you're interested. We don't get any of the money, uh, but we might get a few free places to stay, which would be awesome. Okay, give us the code. Okay, it's Mambo, M-O-M-B-O dash five C, as I know you can't believe this, and eight one E, as this is for everybody. Let me say that again. M-O-M-B-O dash five C eight one E. Oh, guys, check it out uh, and thank us later. Homeexchange.com. So, okay, here is the question number 28. Okay. And um, it says, tell your partner what you like about them. Oh. Be very honest this time. (laughs) Is that really what it says? Saying things you might not say to someone you've just met. Now, we've been honest the whole time. I think we can just be honest. But this is designed for strangers who've yeah. never met to really dig deep. So and all we have up. to do is say what we like about each other? That's so easy. This is the easiest question ever. Well. I can't um, believe they're giving us such an easy question so deep <laughs> into these 36 questions. What number question is this? 20 what? 28. 28. So what do we like about each other? Okay. Well, this is easy. 
because I like so many things about you. I already know what you're going to say. It's my looks, my good looks, and my body. <laughs> I have a very muscled, ripped physique. Yes, your 52-year-old <laughs> dad bod. <laughs> That's like... a pretty good description. <laughs> yeah, that works. You do have nice eyes. Okay. That's something. That's yeah. attached to my body. <laughs> That's what they say to people who don't look so good. <laughs> That's so true. They say, oh, she, she has nice eyes. Or, or even worse, they'll say, well, she's pretty in the Lord. She's pretty in the Lord. <laughs> Why don't they do that with guys? He's pretty. He's, he's handsome, handsome in the Lord. Yeah. They don't do that with guys. Oh, the world is so sexist. It drives me crazy. This reminds me of a uh, Andy Griffith episode where they were hooking up Gomer Pyle with a girl for a dance, yeah. uh, for a date to the dance. And he said, is she pretty? And they'd say, oh, she's nice. She's real nice. And he'd say, but is she pretty? Is she pretty? <laughs> oh, oh, she's nice. She's Gomer. so nice. She's so nice. So nice. <laughs> all right, all right. So what I like about you, um, I, I'm going to say something that is maybe different than what I've said in the past. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> okay. I like mm -hmm. that you're technically inclined. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you like the free IT. It's like having a free IT guy. It's like the geek squad in my house at all times. Yeah. I mean, you're the one that records the podcast. Uh, you're the one that edits the podcast. You're the one that carries all the stuff. You're the one that plugs in all the phones every night. We've been doing a video training around the globe. Right. And you're like plugging in the mics and you're you're setting up the phone. And, and like you do all the tech. The uh, teleprompter app. Yeah, you got the teleprompter app for when we're videoing <laughs> our trainings. Right. Oh, it's great. I love it. And so I love that about you. Yes. Because it benefits you so much. I can see why. Well, it benefits both of us, but I love that you're using, um, it's like you have a skill and ability that I'm low in and you're high in. And so right. I get to, I just, I like that about you. I like when you're doing it. Like even when you're doing it, I'm just like, he's so smart. So I do all the grunt work, the hard work, and you basically give me supervision and direction as the producer oh. of the podcast and the videos. Well, it's true. I'm the boss usually, but the grunt work, I don't know if that's true because I was the one in the kitchen sink scrubbing the clothes with soap and Wait, hanging it on the hanging wash? line. Whose clothes did you wash? <laughs> I washed my clothes. Okay. Okay. No one washed mine. I would have washed yours, but you didn't ask. So <laughs> you have not because you ask not. Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah. from now on, let it be a standing, um, I always want you to wash my clothes if well, you're washing yours. let me just go, do a standing note here that if I have to scrub in a bucket <laughs> yeah. in the heat, yeah. that I'm not going to wash all my clothes and all your clothes. Okay, so you'll do it's grunt work hard. for you, but not for me. I get it. Okay. That's fair. You're being kind of mean. It's my clothes. Do you want to be mean to me? I should wash my stinky clothes. Uh, I wash your clothes for... 30 years of my life. Well, that's a good point. I mean, the point is, like, we lived in a house for eight years, and you didn't even know how the, the washing machine worked, because you'd never used it for eight years. Well, it can be very tricky, all those dials and numbers. All right, point is, <laughs> no, you're not doing all the grunt work. In fact, I'm the one that's done most of the grunt work our whole life. That's true. It's my turn. It I is think, your turn. I think I deserve to have my turn. Start grunting. <laughs> But don't complain. I won't complain. Yeah. So I, anyway, I'm trying to say what I like about you. Yes. And in the process, 
You're giving me a hard time, you stinker. I'm sorry. I don't like that about you. I'm sorry. Uh-oh. I'm starting to not like you at all. Oh, we're going to add more questions to the show. <laughs> um, okay, so you like that I do the IT. You know, the truth is... Um, no, I don't. That's not true. Oh, you It's not like... that I like that you do the IT. Yes. I like that about you. That I'm good at it? I like that you're good at oh, IT. I nice. like that you're smart and intelligent and that you can figure out things. Um, that way I'm not so bad myself I mean I do website design yeah you know I've done a YouTube show like I can do stuff that's true yeah it's not you like have I can't projects. do it right right it's just you you just are real techie and I like that yeah about you I think I don't know why I mean I'm not an extreme techie but I think as a youth pastor for 10 years I had I was a one-man show I didn't have anybody to help me yeah with technical things I had to learn everything I had no choice right um, so, yeah, you kind of pick things up. We're still learning. I mean... All the time. I mean... Yeah. Just last year, we learned how to edit videos, like, on our phone, on the go. Well, you did. I never... I'm not... You're the one doing that, too. Yeah, but you're about to learn, because you're about to edit our new videos. So. Yeah, I am. All right, well, anyway, that's enough about my answer. Well, thanks for your answer. That was very complimentary, and, you know, you it's take, nice to be appreciated. You didn't take it like a compliment, though. Can't you, you tell that I am right table. now? Oh, okay, okay. I really You're making up thank for you it. for saying such nice things about me that you like. Okay. I it, love affirmation. Yes. I think affirmation is literally, it's just not done enough. It's I mean, in not. general, in the world. And, and that's with married couples, it's mm-hmm. with people you work with, mm-hmm. it's with your kids, is saying something encouraging every day or every person you interact with to go ahead and say something kind to them. And, you know, when you're, I don't, I do a really bad job at like coming up with a good one. Usually it's like, hey, I like your dress or I like your shirt or your hair mm-hmm. looks good. But why not compliment something even more like, I like this about you. The best affirmation, I learned this in leadership training, actually recently with YWAM, catch someone doing something good and point out specifically, like, I saw you talking to that person and encouraging them, and you really made a difference, and I just want to say, you're really good at that. Like, it was, you You were talking to Bob, he, he seemed like he really was being impacted by the way you're treating him and mm-hmm. encouraging him, like, you're very specific, and it's like, man, it's like your brain, like, boom, grabs a hold of that information and yeah. lights up. I think the person hearing that then feels like they're good at it, and then they walk mm-hmm. in it more confidently, and they continue to repeat that, right? Yes. But nobody's named Bob anymore, so, you know, I don't, I don't even think I know a Bob. I guess I know some Bobs, but... It was just a generic name that came out of my mouth. But, yeah, affirmation... Like, thanks, Velda. Affirmation, think how much better every relationship, including marriage, would be... Yes. If there was a daily affirmation... And I I know that when we've done marriage counseling over the years, Mm -hmm. they had us, like, tell the other person, like, ten things you really appreciate about them or like about them. Yes. And it totally changes the tone and the vibe and the atmosphere. It's great. I think it changes your perspective on the person. Because when you're in marriage counseling, you are definitely thinking of a hundred things you don't like about that person. (laughs) And so it forces you to think of ten things that you do like about them to remember why you like them. So that's a good activity too. Is come, if you're not getting along with someone, come up with ten things yeah. that you like about them. Because not everybody's all bad or all good. Yeah. Kind of a mixture of the and two. And you came up with kind of a new one that maybe you would normally wouldn't say about me. So that's I nice. I know. I was trying to be innovative. You were. Since I'm here at an innovative YWAM base, that's I true. Thought I would be innovative, 
innovative with my answer. All right, so let's go to our book recommendation. Da -da -da. All right, well, we did something a little different last time, so why not just share something completely different this time? This is partially since we're always on the road and we can't carry books with us. We used to have like a big bookcase we'd look at and we go look at our bookcase of a thousand books and pick something and off of it. Share a good one, yeah. But now we can't carry books with us, so we have to just remember something off the top of our head. Right. So I want to share a book that uh, my son actually gave me for Christmas, but he was smart. He gave it a digital version because he knows I can't carry a heavy book uh -huh. and I've been reading it. And actually, it's a book out of a series of books. I think there's probably 35. Actually, no, there's more like 100 of them now with different versions. But anyway, this is not a serious teaching book like we normally talk about. Um, this is a fun, lighthearted book. And it's something I need in my life to not be so... I take myself too seriously sometimes. I need something light uh, to uh, kind of massage my brain and just relax. So mm. reading a lighthearted book helps me to relax. And this book is all about trivia. And the name of the book, get ready for this, is Uncle John's Bathroom Reader. Uncle John's Bathroom Reader? <laughs> yes. Now, I, I've been noticing you've been reading these much of your adult life, so there must yeah. be a lot of them. Tell them a little bit about what this book is, what it consists of, and, and right why you're recommending it. Yeah, so the first one I got was in a book, we were driving coast to coast, moving from the West Coast to the East Coast, and I was like, wouldn't it be cool if we could read a book to each other in the car? And I was like, I'd like something fun and lighthearted. So I found it in the store, it said Uncle John's Bathroom Reader, and I read it to you along the way, and it was funny. They had a lot of funny trivia about celebrities or culture, or society, and you know, the origins of things, just, and a lot of the stories or things were just one or two pages the sections. So you don't have to be in the bathroom to read it? No, but it is designed for bathroom reading, so that in one <laughs> sitting you could probably cover, you know, a little section. In one sitting. And, let me point out also, the cover's laminated, oh, so in case it gets a little wet. That's so gross. Well, it is what it is. <laughs> I've noticed you've had different ones, like sometimes there's one about Canada, and it, the whole book is about trivia and different interesting things about Canada. Or New or, York. Or, or like certain cities or... Yeah, some of yeah. them are focused, uh, but most of them are very broad. Mm -hmm. And they're pretty fun. Mm -hmm. And so I read them on the beach. Yeah. I read them when I, I just want to fall asleep or just something that's kind of light yeah, reading. something for fun. Sometimes I'll read it to you. Yeah, you read it to me sometimes if there's an interesting one. And then yeah. we'll talk about it. And I collect these. I have... I had stacks of them. You don't that, didn't you get rid of them all when, uh, when we left? I think I stuck them in no. the attic of my friend James Kohler's uh, business in New Jersey. You did not save the bathroom readers. Yes. Are you kidding me? I got rid of like a thousand books, and you saved the bathroom readers. Why it's a would collection. You save them? I'm trying to collect every one of them. Oh, you're such a guy. Yeah, I know. What is it with men and their collections? I don't know, but uh, I don't know. I just. I just feel like I put so much into it. I don't want to lose them now after all this. Are you sure? I, I'm almost sure we gave them away. I'm pretty sure I kept it. Oh, that must have, you must have hid that I slid me. it in in the last You minute. must have snuck it in. Because I would have never approved that for something to hold on to long I also term. saved all my rock and roll books. which The only things we saved bands. were like your guitars and our, my photo albums. 
and that's about it. Like hardly anything. A couple pieces of art that was, I don't know why we saved those because we saved some books. And uh, anyway, these were my favorite books. Uh, so. All right. Okay. So, so that's the book recommend. I suggest you get it. Uh, there's lots of versions, and you can get the early ones very cheap on Amazon because there's oh, so many. That's true. Get them so, cheap. Little little trick. So check it out. I think it's it's fun and lighthearted. You'll enjoy it. And you know, it's like Jesus kept breaking away from the crowds and all the work. He had to rest. And whatever makes your brain recharge, for some people it's binge-watching Netflix uh, or exercise or lots of things. For me, reading. I read constantly. And so this is lighthearted reading that recharges me. There it is. Pick it up today. question once again to tell my partner Mumbo what I like about her I'm gonna be very honest this time saying things I might not say to someone I've just met of course I've known you a long time you can't call me Mambo on the show just so you know cause I can I, I started will. as Tracy on the show well and I think it's the your whole nickname show it's, is cute. Tracy. it's cute yeah Mambo is my nickname why not so if you're listening for the first time He's talking about me as his partner, not someone else. It's her grandma name, you know. That's right. I'm a grandma. Yeah. So something, yeah, I like about you. Um, I like everything about you, but uh, I'll try to come up with something. Sorry, I just dropped my phone. Um, I'll try to come up with something different because I thought that was very thoughtful of you to do that. Um He's thinking. Okay. I, I, I like your, I like your prophetic gifts. I like how you hear the Holy Spirit. And whenever we're out ministering to people, like you very quickly, it might be just one word you're giving them, but Mm -hmm. it's a powerful word, like literally one word, not Mm -hmm. a sentence, but a word. And, um, that has been I've seen it a lot recently like because we have been taking our ministry time and training and making time for the Holy Spirit to speak to people that's something they need just for that moment just for that time Um, so that's that's one thing I like about you Um, I think you only have to give one thing so that's good yeah I just think that so much of so much of religious life, uh, ministry life, can be canned. It can be kind of the same thing over and over. But when you get something fresh from God, that seems to just make a different impact. It's like we need to stay in the, what is God saying right now? Not five right. years ago or 10 years ago. And right. for you to do that, I just think it like pulls people into the immediate. Like God's real and he's here right now right. saying something he wants you to know. Right. I just really yeah and you know I've I've been doing this for a lot for many years but recently there's a new thing and the problem is I might pray for 20 or 30 people (laughs) yeah and so I feel like I don't know I'd like to give each one a word from God not just a few because then the other ones are like man what about me or God please speak to me and I pass by them and go to the person next to them and they're like God you don't love me Yeah. so I want them to know God loves each of them right. and so I just pray that God give me something simple for each one of them Yeah. and so what I've been doing is I go to each one and I just touch their hand or their arm and 
as soon as I'm with them, I just feel the Lord show me something about mm -hmm. them. Yeah. And it can be a picture or a word or a verse. Mm -hmm. And it's just different for each one. So I guess a good example is we were in Kona ministering to the staff. And each one, the Lord just said, you know, with this one, it's like a farm and blah, blah, blah. And this and that and that and this and this and that and that and this. And then next one. You know, the Lord wants me to tell you that, and I give a verse, you know, and then the next one. It's like as soon as I con make contact with them and I'm just listening to the Lord, I just say whatever he's dropping in my heart about them. And I usually only have to pause for five seconds and then I've got something. And so it's just like when you're talking to somebody, like right now I'm talking to you without preparing anything. Mm -hmm. God just tells you what to say as you're saying it. And that's the way it is. And so that way I can get through 30 people um, really fast. And, and I know. Like in 20 minutes. I've and if you're listening three. to this and you're like, what the heck? Prophesying. Oh, yeah. That may be so out of left field. Like, how does that work? Right. Um, or maybe you've even heard or seen stuff that's a little wild, like Pentecostals. Yeah, can yeah. Be. I'm not weird. I just go up to them and Do say. Do you shake or tremble or no. pass out or anything? <laughs> No, <laughs> I just show the 911. I'm like, hi. I'm like, I just think the Lord wants to say to you, blah 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 blah. Right. Is that okay, or does that sound right? You know, that's all. And they're all like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's interesting. You know, uh, many churches don't practice prophecy, but the Bible clearly says in First Corinthians chapter 14, but one who prophesies strengthens others, encourages them and comforts them. Mm. That's all it is. Yeah, it's just encouraging and comforting them. That's and all. And strengthening them. Yeah, and it's a not lot of times... spooky. No, no, and a lot of times they'll come to me like, you know, so, other people have told me that same thing. I feel like that's the Lord giving me confirmation about something. And I'm like, oh, great. You know, I don't remember what I told them because I was only speaking whatever I felt was from the Lord at that moment, and there were 30 of them, so I almost don't remember what I said to any of them, hardly. Um, yeah, and I, I feel that the Lord does uh, use me sometimes prophetically as well. Um, when we were in the Virgin Islands, I remember I was praying for people. God gave me a, a prophetic word for every single person, and I prayed for people for an hour, you know, yeah. and gave it. Um, but mostly, mm -hmm. it's through singing and leading worship. Mm. And I feel like God will lead me in a direction to sing a certain line over and over yeah. or to draw people in. Um while I'm singing and say, I feel like the Holy Spirit is saying to respond to him in this way. Right. In fact, people ask us a lot about us ministering together as a team because mm -hmm. we speak together and we do altar calls together. Right. And there's not a lot of married couples who do that. In fact, when it comes true. to speaking, we're the only ones I know who speak Where it's together. back and forth at the same we time. We speak back and forth the entire time with two mics the whole time. And I've never seen anyone else do it. So, um, but with with when it comes to praying for people, yeah, you were playing your guitar and then singing over them and then I was prophesying over them. And so we were both ministering to them. So I thought that was nice because you can only like pray or prophesy over one person at a time. But if you're in the background playing and then singing over them, then you're ministering to the whole group right. as they're worshiping and waiting on the Lord, you know? Yeah. So that, that worked kind of cool. I thought it was pretty good. We, we actually haven't talked about it since we did it. We're such a dynamic duo. No, we're not. We're just 
Christians who love God and just do what the Bible says. That's yeah, all. That's true. We're just nothing like anybody special. else. We just love the Lord and do yeah. our best to help other people to know God. Yeah, he says dynamic duo because that's a superhero team. Yeah, it's an American old comic book, and he's referring to Batman them. and Robin, man. Oh, dynamic oh, duo. They're the di- I thought it was that little that group that was a guy and a girl and they were a sister. Oh, and that's would... Wonder Twin Powers Activate. That's oh, the Super Friends. Wonder Twin cartoon. Powers Activate. One, one, not Wonder Twin. Twin. Yeah, Wonder. Yeah, Wonder that is Wonder Twin, Twin Powers. Powers. Not Towers. Yeah, that's what I meant. Powers <laughs> Activate, and then like, one turned into an ice thing or water thing. The other uh, was an animal thing. I don't know. We don't I, do that. No, we don't turn into ice or water or animals. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, well, that's enough of this. Um, it was a great time chatting, and we encourage you to use these questions um, for your own personal life. So today, there's no time like the present. Yes. So today, I want you, the next person you talk to, today, after hanging up, hanging turning up. it off, <laughs> on your telephone, hello? Hello? hello, after turning off the podcast, you, the next person you speak to, I want you to say to them, you know what I like about you? And say something that's actually meaningful. A little deeper. A little deeper, yeah. And then, maybe even the next person. You know what I like about you? And especially if you're with, like, three people, don't just hit one and not the other two. Because then the other two will feel like crap. You know what I tell people sometimes? (laughs) And I really mean it. I say, I like you. And then I say, I don't like everybody, but I like you. (laughs) You shouldn't say I don't like everybody. But it's true, I don't. Uh, That's not true. But I try to be loving and kind to everybody. Look at me. Some people I don't like as much as others. It's not true. Oh, okay. You're just being funny. Okay. But there's not people you don't like. You you really do like almost everybody. (laughs) There's a couple people I don't like. I've like never heard you talk to me about someone you don't like. And if you didn't like them. Well, I don't like to gossip. Well, you, yeah, you would not even. I don't like to speak negatively. As your wife, you wouldn't even say it out loud to me you didn't like them. Because you wouldn't want to say that. Yeah, that's so, true. you're making yourself into something that you're really not. And you mm. need to, num- value number 18, communicate with integrity. <laughs> that's a YWAM value, people. Yeah, communicate with integrity. So many times, you know, you, you downplay who you are, and, and, and it's not good. I'm sorry. That's sometimes what I don't I use, like about you. Sometimes I use self-deprecating humor. It's true. And um, I find it funny, but not everybody does. Yeah, well... Anyway, I, I do like your humor. Oh, thank you. Because, you know, I, I was hoping that I would marry someone that made me laugh. Oh, good. So that, that worked out good in my favor. So I'm really blessed to have that. Well, I feel blessed too. It's amazing. I mean, the things, even just to travel to this country and do this together is, we're having a lot of crazy experiences. We had a gigantic centipede in the shower while you're trying to take a shower. I tried to kill it. Like eight inches long. Got away. You know, really these, fat. these are adventures, <laughs> scary adventures. Sometimes. I'm not afraid of centipedes until someone told me that they bite you and then you shake like you have the flu for 48 hours, like you're going to die. Wow. And I was like, oh, then now I'm scared of them. Now I'm scared too. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible. And then we got here and they're like, oh, you came in the rainy season when there's, was it dengue fever or something? Right. And I'm like, oh, it's the rainy season? Oh, there's dengue fever. <laughs> Pretty much everything's like that. Ignorance, like, we don't know anything. Ignorance is bliss, you know? And then once they tell me, I'm like, oh, man. 
we don't even have bug spray. And I keep getting bit by mosquitoes. And there we're, were like four times before we left. I was like, we got to go to the drugstore and get some bug spray because we're going to be like in the jungle. And we're like, oh, yeah, we got to do that. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, we get here like, oh, we got to get bug spray. And then, of course, there's nowhere to buy anything. And so we're like, hmm, here we are. Dengue fever, rainy season. Yeah. In Samoa, no bug spray. Oh, well. Oh, I don't no. think the people who live here use bug spray. So why should we, right? Mm. They did have nets over their beds. They did? Yeah, I know. Well, yeah. I would have liked that. I know. I went out and visited the dorms, and they all had nets over their beds to protect them. I was like, oh, we don't have a net. <laughs> the buildings here are so cool, you guys. They're like these kind of cone-shaped roofs. I don't know how funnel, to describe it, and but the, the roofs are really cool yeah very neat why don't they make those in america if they made a restaurant or hotel with that kind of roof it would be a huge hit because it's so cool looking yeah it's very creative anyway that and then they even have shipping containers people are living in with roofs over the top yeah where they turned it into something well we better go we've got to meet with some people we're flying out in a couple hours and we will do our next podcast from that secret location Oh, you, you have to tune back in to find out where are they now? Yes. Well, thanks for listening, and we encourage you to use this question, which was what I like about you, which is also a, like a TV show, right? Or no, what I like about you, mo- your mother. What I like about you. <laughs> oh, you yeah. really know how to dance. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Jump around. Uh-huh. True romance. Yeah, that's yes. a good song. All right. See you next time. Bye.